I'm not the kind of girl you see on TV Won't even find me only in the streets Oh honey, I will love you to the end Be your best friend Classy lady, can't you see? Tweet a tweet a dab a tweetin' daddy Show people to tweet dab a tweetin' today I will love you to the end Be your best friend Classy lady, can't you see? Tweet up a tweetin' doo-doo But tweet day Tweet up a tweetin' doo-doo But tweet day Tweet up a tweet a But tweet a tweet day Tweet up a tweetin' doo-doo But tweet day Day Thank you so much for tuning in to Introducing Sasha Frank, the series. We're at episode number 45, and as always, I like to do a little recap of last week's episode. So, sometimes we find ourselves in different predicaments where we realize we need to actually pay attention to what the intentions of other people are. What are their intentions? Is it positively um, going to impact us, or is it going to be a negative impact? Do you know? Because, of course, time will tell, but there are always red flags that are right in front of our face. But it's just up to us to look at it, not to overlook it and just brush brush it off as something that's minuscule. But instead, we're to act on it and really take it as face value. Because what they say at the beginning, most of the time is what their heart is really intending um, to begin with. So what are their intentions? And that kind of leads me into this next episode, what are your intentions? So this is just, of course, like an opposite end of the spectrum flip (laughs) of the conversation, because sometimes we also have negative um, intentions as well. So you have to ask yourself, what is your intention? Why do you... Um, decide to walk up to that particular person to introduce yourself? Why did you skip over that person next to you? Or that person who, you know, didn't necessarily look how you would dress? What was your intention behind that? Think about that for a moment. Because I know for me, like in the past, I... I would like friend wise, like I would skip over certain people and kind of um, gravitate towards people who might look like me or um, just they dressed in a certain way that I liked or something brought them to my attention, like maybe their personality, um, something about them just really spoke to me. And I have to like always ask myself what my intention is as well. And so um, that's what you have to ask yourself, like, what is your intention behind it? Because, of course, it could be a negative thing or it could be a positive thing. So for me, liking the way a person dress, that's definitely a positive one. But if you intended to want to be a part of their inner circle because of the clout that they had or because of, you know, the friends that they had or the social media following or because they were famous, then that's a completely different thing. And 
And some people even want to gravitate towards you because they like your style and they actually want to mimic you. And so they get to know you and start to kind of copy who you are. And that's obviously a negative thing as well, because there's beauty in being unique and just owning who you are. Um, You don't have to go and try to be like anybody But instead, you can just be yourself and, you know, also link with other people who are okay with being themselves. And that's the beauty about life is everyone is unique. Um, We all get to this place where, you know, we want to share our uniqueness and we're comfortable there. And um, that's so beautiful. So, so beautiful. So what are your intentions? I remember one time in college. (laughs) I remember that one time (laughs) in college and um, at this time I was in fashion school. As you may know, I was a forever transfer student. I was literally trying to figure out where and what I wanted to do with my life because I had so many different ambitions, so many different things that I um, was drawn to and I loved fashion and I loved to music and I loved other things too. So it was really hard to pinpoint um, where I wanted to go. But in this moment in time, um, I decided to go to fashion school for fashion design, even though I didn't really draw that well. (laughs) But um, that's a whole nother topic. So yes, I was volunteering. Um, It was a fashion show that they had and um, I went. It was fashion week. Uh, sometime, somewhere in downtown Los Angeles, it was a big production and, you know, I volunteered to help with, um, behind the scenes. I helped with the dressing of the models and, um, whatever, wherever else they needed me, honestly. And so one of the models, he happened to be an artist and, um, I didn't particularly know him, but I also invited my roommate with me. And so when my roommate came, um, I remember her mentioning that artist. And um, because I think he had mentioned to me that he was a part of that group. And so anyways, we kind of had our conversation going. Everything was moving along smoothly. And it was, you know, truly natural connection that we had. And um, we just continued to talk. He was a drummer of that group. And, um, you know, I was just like he was just a cool person in general. But the one mistake that I did make was, you know, after he left and, um, you know, went on the walk, the runway, then I had spoken to my roommate because she was also there with me. And I told her, I was like, oh, my gosh, he is such and such. And he he said that he was a part of this group. I remember you telling me that he was a part of that group. And then she was like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. And so, like, I'm not normally that type of person like I'm very calm and chill and stuff and I don't really you know over exaggerate when it comes to celebrities I just treat people normally but that day like the fact that you know he was that close in proximity to me and then the fact that she knew him and liked their music like it kind of made me a little bit pumped up or whatever so I told her and then I realized that he comes like he comes along somewhere down the line and he kind of overhears and um after that he kind of like in a sense in a sense dismissed me 
not necessarily because we kind of had still small talk or whatever, but I can tell that it was different. And so um, in that moment, it kind of reminded me and just made me think like, you know, um, I shouldn't do that because, you know, people definitely want to be treated normally. And, um, you know, yes, that's what they do, but they are a person. They are people as well. And, you know, um, that doesn't define who they are. They want to just be treated normally like everyday life. And that kind of that lesson went on with me for the rest of my life. And it kind of was a lesson that I wanted to bring alongside with um, me Um, When I networked and when I just spoke to different people in general, like I never wanted to say what I did and I never really wanted to hear what they did also because I felt like if they told me then, um, well, when they told me a lot of times like I, yes, you would be excited, but at the same time, like I would personally be taken aback because I felt like for you to just say it out like that, it just it almost felt prideful. So um, it kind of made me kind of step back. Like I didn't necessarily want to move forward in knowing them in that capacity because I wanted to know humble people, know people that were high up in the ranks, but you know, you would never know because they never really say anything. And, um, you know, I think it's good to be humble and to be meek. And yes, of course, if people ask you what you do or, you know, where you work, then you, of course, say something. But like, it's not boastful. It's not prideful. It's not like trying to belittle somebody. Um, So that's like a big thing that I always um, recognize when meeting other people. And so another thing that I do is. I also like when I'm meeting other people, like I never tell them what I do as well. Um, Regardless, like if I was a college student or working, you know, a part time job, whatever the case is, like I like to get to know individuals for who they are. And so like I start up like normal conversation, just ask normal, typical questions like what do they like to do or, you know, what type of music do they like or just small things that you would typically ask people when you're trying to get to know them, not necessarily um, trying to understand or trying to, you know, win them over so you could gain some type of notoriety. And in retrospect, looking back at it all, another reason why I decided to do that was because a friend of mine, um, she was a friend of mine at the time. I remember her just always wanting to go around and be around people that she didn't even like. And um, she would always say, oh, call such and such because, you know, she knows all the parties. She knows all, you know, the, the people, the industry people, and she knows about everything pretty much. And she would always want to be around her. But it was just like, it was almost a fake relationship. Like she was just kind of trying to like take from someone else, but not necessarily wanting to be a part of who they are. And there were a couple different people that we met um, over that duration of our friendship. And um, I just felt like it was kind of, where it was kind of um, 
Whereas she had an intention behind it that was more negative. And so, yes, she might have been like friendly and like outgoing and trying to like speak to the person and like just compliment them. But then behind closed doors, when that person was gone and it was just me and her, she would also tell stories about like how they smelled a certain way or how they looked a certain way or, you know, just saying negative things about them behind their backs but being smiling in their face and I just really took that like the wrong way and that was definitely one of the reasons why um, we stopped being friends of course that was um, one of many Um, but I just felt like her intentions were off and um, when it came to her um, wanting to be around another friend of mine I remember us being at my friend's event and she was just acting like she didn't know her. And she was just like saying, oh, have I met you before? And just saying like these condescending things that were kind of underlying um, disrespectful (laughs) um, the way that she did it. And I just kind of felt uncomfortable being in between both of them. And so I remember saying something I don't remember what it was. I think I might have just said, like, you know who she is. Like, you're always, you know, you've met her before. Like, you're always talking about her. We've, you know, met up a couple times. Just saying all these different things to refresh her memory. um, Because I felt offended for my friend um, who she was doing that towards. And I just was like, what is going on here? And the funny thing is, like, this particular friend, it's not like she... She was well off um, financially. She had a good job and all of that stuff. She just wanted more and more and just she loved attention and she loved all these things. And she just wanted to um, win in the aspect that she might not have been at the time um, as any type of way. And sometimes when you do that, you find yourself just kind of bending your morals and um, doing things that you wouldn't necessarily feel like you would do if you put boundaries or searched out what your intentions were in the first place. And that's what you have to do. Search out your intentions. Can you think of a time when you were in that same predicament and you, you know, wanted to befriend somebody? What were your intentions? And if you truly think about it, was it a positive reason or was it a negative reason? Think about that for a moment and maybe write that down. So I'm going to continue this part of the discussion for next for the next episode, but I hope you guys learn from this and I hope that you guys um, continue listening and learning and growing and all of that stuff. Um, I just really think it's important for us to know what our intentions are, what other people's intentions are, and um, that way we can make better decisions moving forward. Until next time.